Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. And also thank you to those of you that tune in at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Spotify Live app for Confessions with Carly. That is an interactive podcast, which is so much fun. Highlight of my week. Love it so much. Love to be able to chit chat with the girls. And, And you know me. I love it. I love a good chit chat. Also a special shout out to my girlies that I bumped into. Um, I bumped into several of you this weekend at different bars, which is so exciting. And me and my friend, um, I was out with my friend Alicia one night and I met a couple of you and, um, we both said the same thing. We said, all the girlies are actually so hot and so cool. Like you're funny, you're cool. You're like cute. You guys got the whole, whole package. So we love to see that. I said, I really, I'm flattered by that. So um, let's see. I just got back from my nephew's birthday party. It was at a, you know, one of those trampoline places, which was fun. I drank an entire jar or, or bottle rather of Electrolyte on the way there, which is always like a, a pretty fun time. Got a little car sick on the way there, but it's okay. We're good. I have a bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before I say one more word, I want to make something so violently clear and obvious. I am in no way, shape, or form an anti-vaxxer, okay? <laughs> the fact that some of you think that I'm an anti-vaxxer is so wild to me. You guys, I told you when I got my vaccines, I told you when I got my boosters, when the vaccines came out, I was encouraging everyone to get damn vaccines. And I know it was in reference to um, the last episode when the girlie wrote in saying that this guy was like adamant about not dating somebody that had been vaccinated, which is like super fucking weird. And I was like, people who are that intense about it are crazy. They're crazy. They're bizarre. And I think it was just the way I worded it. You guys know. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm not by any means the most eloquent person in the entire world. So sometimes what I'm trying to say gets mixed up and it got mixed up into turning me into where was this girl on January 6, 2000. And, 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 and you want to know what, like you guys really made it like I was at the insurrection. Like I was with the Viking guy. And I'm really just baffled by that. You guys know I am very pro-vaccine. I got my vaccine. I'm a Moderna girl. I told you guys the second I got it and I encourage everyone to do it, okay? So I just don't like when things like that get lost in the mix. I know it's it's literally my fault because I'm an idiot and I can't word things properly sometimes, but Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, you guys. I got a couple of messages and I'm like, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> Girl, not that, never that. No, because it was uh, not that. Anywho, I just wanted to address that. But again, I have a bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And I heard a lot of, I got a lot of responses on my Instagram about what we do when we get to the OBGYN. I think this first email that we're going to read is uh, about that. It says, undressing at the GYN. Uh, If you are going in for your annual checkup, yes, you, you should 
get naked um, because they do a pelvic exam and should listen to your breathing and your heart as well as perform a manual breast exam on you while you lay down. With that being said, sometimes if you're doing a follow-up for something like vaginismus or a follow-up for a pap smear only, um, then only the waist down and you are right, they should tell you before they leave you to undress. That's what the consensus was because people were saying, oh, um, it's only if you get a breast exam. I'm like, I always get a breast exam. One thing about me is if I'm one of the guy, I know I'm always getting a breast exam because guess what? My girl is like, I don't know what's going on over there. And every single time I give myself a breast exam, which is like once a month when you're supposed to, like you do it in the shower, you feel around. I'm every, and I'm not exaggerating, single time I think I feel something because I don't know what this shit's supposed to feel like. So I can't tell you how many times I've gone to my gyno, like, oh yeah, like I, by the way, like I, I felt something and she's like, what? She's like, don't worry about it. There's like a lot of tissue. There's milk ducts. There's a bunch of stuff going on in there. I'm like, well, I need somebody else to do it for me then. But yeah, that's one thing that maybe that's why I get asked naked. I'm like, I know I'm getting the, the full shebang and, and I got to get my money's worth as well. Cause you guys know I pay out of pocket to go to the gyno, but all right, let's get to Oh God. Some of these titles of these emails really crack me up. Uh, okay. Let's do this one. Writing from the toilet. Okay. Carly, please murder me right now. No, because I'm trapped in the bathroom right now and I'm absolutely mortified. I thought I locked the door, but my manager just walked in on me, bare ass cheeks on full display and phone in. (laughs) I just stared at her with my hand out, like I'm warding off a beast attack. I can't even speak, which made it so much weirder. Now I don't know whether to show my face in this establishment ever again. Okay. Okay. This is something that's so weird too, because if you've ever, I've been on both sides of it, right? Like somebody has walked in on me in the bathroom. And then there have been times where I've walked in on somebody else in the bathroom and you really do get shocked. Like you really, really do get like, Oh shit. Like you, you, you're like, oh, you're stuck in your tracks. So it takes you a couple seconds, takes everyone a couple seconds to really just be like, Oh, gotta go. I wasn't supposed to be in here. This one says a whole mess advice needed. Okay. Hey, Kitty Carly and the fur children. I told you how much I love you a million times, but I will spare you the fangirling before I begin. I want to preface this by saying I will never ever fight with my friends. This has just been a really weird past week for me. Apparently I have a super weird situation that happened and I want your input to give you some background details. I have a friend with, I have been friends with BFFA since we were 16. I'm now about to be 30. We've had a couple of issues over the years, some because of her, some because of me, neither of us were the best people and we both needed to grow up and change. All these issues have been discussed multiple times and apologies have been made on both ends. We reconnected earlier this year. I was skeptical, but the friendship has been nothing but great. BFFB has been my friend since 2015. We got super close during a time that BFFA and I were not talking. They have met about twice over the years. BFFB and I recently had our first fight over something that was 100% my fault. It was definitely not something unforgivable, FYI. It was definitely not something unforgivable, FYI. I owned up to it, apologized profusely, and told her to talk to me when she was ready. Uh, She texted me saying that she loved me along with a bunch of other stuff. So I wrote back saying I loved her too. Tell me why that evening, the two friends meet up behind my back just to talk about me. Oh no. As I said before, they have met like twice over the years and never hung out 
one-on-one before after their meeting, BFFB texts me saying that she has decided not to continue our friendship. Then BFFA calls me and tells me pretty much everything they discussed and how she opened up to her about the stuff that happened between us eight years ago and decided it was enough to end the friendship. What? What? This whole situation had really thrown a wrench in a good year I have been having, um, and it just seems so bizarre to me. I don't understand why people not only hold to past trivial things, but cannot discuss things that are bothering them in the moment, even though it sounds like nothing they discussed have been events that occurred in the past five years plus, but also if something is still bothering you from that long ago, why even be my friend again? I felt super betrayed in the whole situation. So I told BFFA that I no longer had a desire to be her friend for getting involved. She completely flew off the handle and went nuts on me. BFFB then texted me saying her meeting with BFFA solidified not wanting to continue the friendship and that things happened so long ago. So they obviously talked after I told BFFA that I no longer wanted to be her her friend. I decided to change my number and start completely fresh. I'm over it, but just curious to get your thoughts. How is it my fault that they just went behind my back to meet up and discuss me and discuss things that happened that long ago? They're not even friends. It's just so weird to me. Anyway, love you so much. XOXO. Well, I love you too. See, this is super weird because I'm like, it feels like there's like what would even put them in contact? What would make them want to chat? Who reached out first? Like, I have so many questions that I want to ask them. Like, did BFFB reach out to BFFA and say, hey, girly pops, like I need to chit chat and I need to vent? Because how do they, they're not even that close, right? That is super, super weird. Well, maybe you did the right thing and just maybe the best thing is to just let them be friends with each other. Because I don't know, like, even if I'm trying to put myself in your position and even if like, say me and my best friend get into a fight, right? That's something that is our business. And yeah, sometimes you vent to people about it, but you vent to like your close girls about it. You don't vent to like some random person you've met a couple of times throughout the years. I just feel like if I found out she was saying things like that behind my back, like, oh, Carly did this to me and it hurt me like 10 years ago, I would be like, wait, what? why are you, why are you talking about me behind my back? I, that would not feel good. And also, like you said, we, everybody has growing up to do this happened a long time ago. I don't know the exact situation, but you're owning up to it. You're saying you guys apologize and accepted it. And like, to me, if she's going to continue to hang that over your head, it's really not okay. It's really not okay. Um, but I think the best thing is to just let them be friends with each other and, you know, try and keep it moving. I know that's hurtful though, having a friendship end like that. And even just having people meet up and like literally talk shit about you is insane. Um, this says, Hey, Car-, this next one says, do you want to know what's embarrassing? Hey, Carly, I hope you're doing well. Of course. Love you and love the show. Well, thanks so much. I love you so much. So you know what is so embarrassing? Here it goes. A couple of years ago, I went on a trip and I asked my work bestie, that I needed her address to have a package delivered there since I wasn't going to be home when it was delivered. I never told her what I was having delivered. I didn't think it mattered at the time. She gave me the address and that's that was that. Well, tell me why she must have forgot because while I was away, she posted on her Snapchat and Instagram that a, oh no, that a secret admirer had sent her a pair of shoes in her size and she had no idea who got them first. <laughs> 
for days she went on social media trying to figure out who this mystery man was that sent her the shoes. <laughs> Eventually I saw the post and I died because they were my shoes that I ordered for myself. She genuinely thought she had a secret admirer. Do you want to know what's even more embarrassing? I've attached a screenshot of her Instagram post from 2017 about enjoy. Oh my God. And she listens, she listens to the podcast. (laughs) She listens to the podcast. I can't wait for her to hear this. Oh my God. Wait, she put the, wait, wait, she, she put the Instagram. I girl, you can't tell that whole story and not tell me what happened when you were like, um, girl, that was my shoes okay wait so if you this is what the snap the um instagram post caption says so if you follow me on snapchat you already know the story but i'm still trying to wrap my head around this yesterday i received a package that was addressed to me instead of the box were these awesome inside of the box were these awesome shoes um i had asked everyone i knew who could have purchased them for me girly pop girl i'm not laughing at you i'm not laughing at you i'm not um, none of my banks, bank accounts had been hacked. So I was so confused. I decided to email the company and they got back to me saying somebody did indeed send these for me, but because of security, they couldn't tell me who they were from. That being said, thank you to whoever bought these for me. I appreciate the gesture, but for my own sanity, please tell me who you are. <laughs> no, that's honestly so funny. No, that's so funny. I'm dying. It's embarrassing for everybody because it's embarrassing for you to have to be like, oh, those are the shoes that I had addressed to your house because I was going to be away. But it's also embarrassing for her for like posting pictures of them on the Internet being like, I I have this secret admirer. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes you can fixate on a problem for so long and don't take the time to find a solution. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life, but you can learn how to find your own solutions and there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small they are. You guys know I'm always such an advocate for staying on top of our mental health. It's the most important thing it makes your life so much easier. And I love BetterHelp. I love their whole system. You can do it on video chat. You can do it on voice chat. You don't have to leave the house. I think a lot of times when people have anxiety, and I know I've said this before, but I really do feel this way. Just the act of getting dressed and leaving and going somewhere can add so much more to that anxiety. But being able to just do it remotely from home is such a game changer. Um, They offer online therapy, um, phone and chat sessions. You can choose to not see anyone on the camera if you don't want. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers. Uh, this next one says, am I a terrible person? Hi, Carly and the baby boys. I recently started listening and was immediately hooked. Oh, thank you so much. When I realized I used to watch you on Girl Code when I was like 16, I screamed, LOL. I feel like I'm on FaceTime with my girls whenever I listen and I love it. Okay, that's enough gushing. Kiss you right on the lips. Kiss you right on the lips. 
I have a little bit of a dilemma lately and I could use your advice. I have a long-term boyfriend and things are going really well. We're planning on getting engaged soon and he's everything that I ever wanted in a man. We both want the same things and he's my best friend. We've known each other for so long and we're really in sync. However, lately I've been feeling a little conflicted because I'm really excited for our future together, but almost feel like I don't want to give up my freedom. I love him so much, but I also miss the days of being a slutty in college and doing whatever I want. A guy I used to have a fling in college with who I had amazing chemistry with keeps popping up in my stupid brain. And he also always likes my Instagram stories and I get butterflies every time. I'm never going to act on this because I'd never want anything to jeopardize my relationship, but it's making me feel crazy. I feel like such a terrible person, even though I haven't done anything wrong. Is it normal to feel this way? I almost feel like I'm grieving my younger single self, if that makes any sense. I don't want to give up my relationship, but I'm wondering if I should feel this way or if it's really the, if it's really the right relationship. I feel like I'm going bonkers. So any words of advice or wisdom would be appreciated. Live so much. Thank you so much. Um, girl, I totally understand where you're coming from. I feel this way every time I go on like three dates with someone. I'm like, I feel like I'm drowning and I miss the old me. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. And and especially you're going to get engaged. You're going to get married. I think it might just be like the jitters of making such a huge, you know, life change and getting married, you know, getting engaged. I think that that's a completely normal thing to happen because it's like life is moving on and not that there was anything wrong with your life before this, but, and there's not anything wrong with it now, but you're just like, you, you miss it. You miss going out with the girls. You miss like hanging out with other people. You miss hooking up with other people. I wouldn't even think too much about this guy that likes your Instagram stories, because I think that we all have someone probably that like, just you have like insane chemistry with, and it's just like, they kind of haunt you (laughs) in a way. Um, but I wouldn't look at that and be like, you should break up or you should not get engaged or anything like that. I think it's completely normal. Um, and girly, like, I feel that way too. And I don't even have a boyfriend. I already feel like it's moving too much too soon. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally normal. I wouldn't stress about it. I think you might just be just nervous for, because your life is changing a lot. It's so weird. Anytime we move, like I always feel this is such a hard thing to explain, but I feel like there are so many times in life where you have to say goodbye to yourself because you're growing and you're moving on and you miss that person. You miss the, the old you, right? Like, but you miss them fondly. Like that was so much fun. I had such a great experience that part of my life but I have to say goodbye to you now. And then you kind of just like move on. And it's very sad to think about, but it's also like a very happy thing, you know, cause you're growing and you're, and you're moving on with your life. Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's scary. Um, okay. This one says help need advice from the girlies. Hey Carly, thank you for having a safe space for the girls to go to with their issues in our lives. (laughs) It's so nice to see women supporting women, but also through similar things together. You're the best. Oh, well, thank you guys. I really, really love everybody that listens to this damn podcast. All the girls, all all the girlies and the, and the few straight men that apparently listen, there's like three or four of you. And we appreciate that. 
Okay. So she says, here's a long one for context. I'm happily engaged to a great guy that I've been with for seven years. He has amazing qualities. He's a feminist. He's good to me and is completely in love with me. And he also can annoy the fuck out of me sometimes, but Hey, nobody's perfect. Anyway, I recently got a DM from my ex. Oh my God. It's so crazy. When emails like this come, come in back to back. I recently got a DM. Oh my God. This is so juicy from my ex and I'll usually respond. We'll flirt a little bit, talk a little bit about music or movies or whatever we have in common. And then it kind of just fizzles out or I don't respond because I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm in a happy relationship. However, this isn't the first time it's happened. Far from it. We really loved each other at one point in our lives and we just went in different directions. He's married, no kids. And here I am about to get married. We always go back to each other, only DMing each other. And I get all of these feelings again. To be honest, I do get nervous and giddy when he messages me and we can talk forever. And I know he does too, because he tells me how he feels about me and I tell him how I feel about him. I hate that this happens every once in a while, but I also kind of love it. We can go months without talking in my head. I'm like, oh yes, finally. And I don't have to feel guilty about messaging another guy, more specifically somebody that I had intimate feelings for. I feel so bad after we message because I would hate if my fiance was doing the same thing behind my back. Like I would lie but there's the guilt. So the other night we were messaging and things got hot and heavy sexually. Ooh, ooh. I feel like I was having cyber sex. <laughs> God, not cyber sex. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, and although in the moment I was into it after I was like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? I couldn't stop thinking about him the next day. And I had butterflies in my stomach. I know I should stop doing this, but there's always something that pulls me back. Sometimes I feel like things are missing in my own relationship that makes me go to my ex, or sometimes I really ask myself, am I in love with this guy? We've told each other we love each other, and imagine how it would be if we ended up together, but I can't imagine leaving my current partner, especially for another man. I honestly feel like I love two people at once, and it's fucking weird. Mind you, we both live on opposite ends of the country, so we would never be able to meet up right now. However, when we lived near each other a few years ago, we did meet up and made out. And I remember in that moment, like time stood still and I didn't care about anything but kissing him then and there. It was almost an out-of-body experience and we both felt it and I never experienced anything like that before. I still think about that day and how in love I felt with him and it confuses me so much we kind of stopped talking after that because we were scared it would go too far if we'd meet up again. We both know it's wrong to our partners, but we haven't been able to let go of each other completely. I have those what if thoughts constantly, and I hate that I do this to myself. Are we really in love? And, or is this just an infatuation or a desire that we can't have each other? It's so annoying and I'm totally fine most days, but on the days that I think hard about it, I don't know how to feel. Anyway, so sorry this was so long and hopefully it made sense. There is way more to add, but I kind of gave you the watered down version. If you or any of the other girlies have been in this situation before, I would love some advice. Uh, I don't even know what kind of advice I need, but I guess I'm wondering if I should continue to respond or if I should just end things with him completely so I can move on in my relationship and not be tempted to have a full-on affair because that could possibly happen. Also, wouldn't you consider this an emotional affair? I feel like right away, that's the right way to explain it, I guess. How can I get out of this feeling like I'm hurting myself or him, although I want it to end. It's something that I would have a hard time ending, but I know it's the right thing to do. Thanks so much for listening. Hope the kitties are well. Love you. Um, <clears throat> love you too. The kitties are fine. Let's see. This is a really difficult thing to unpack because 
you have this great relationship. You have these feelings that have always been strong with this other person. What I would be curious, and also this is like calling all the girlies. If you were in a similar situation, do let us know and let us know what ended up happening with it. Um, because this is really hard, right? I, I would be curious to know what ended the relationship with the guy that you're having this emotional affair with. Did he cheat on you? Was he an asshole? Did he have like, what was it that ended up like ending the relationship? Because some people that we have this great chemistry with, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. Most of the time you have like undeniable chemistry with somebody. It's like not the one. It's so crazy, but there's some people that are just in our lives for a short amount of time and they're not meant to be with us forever, but we always think about them. Right. I think we all have people like that where you're just like, Hey, at this point in my life, don't think anything would be able to happen with this person, but it was fun while it lasted, you know? Um, so I would be curious as to like what the kind of nuances of your relationship with him were, but of course, I'm going to suggest what you even said, because like, you get it, you know, that it's like, you're crossing a line there. And it's a very risky game to play. Because number one, if your boyfriend finds out you're, that's going to be devastating for him. And it's not right to do to him in the first place, but there's a good chance he will find out. Um, Or if you feel like you can't, you know, or if you feel like you're going to say he's going to come into town, you're going to see him, you guys might hang out like that's going to open up a whole new can of worms. It's just like a very, very risky game to play. And I don't think it's worth it. Um, So that's what's difficult about it, because part of me, I'm like, if I really felt like I was in love with someone and it wasn't just like, yeah, we were like talking to each other and it was it was a good conversation and it, it got like a little inappropriate. I don't feel like that for me would, would feel like love, but if I really felt like I loved someone, that would be a whole different story. I don't know what I would do in that position. Um, but I don't know to me, I think the best way to gauge certain things is like, if you feel guilty after it, you know, it's wrong. Like I could, I could be in a relationship and I can talk to my exes and like, it doesn't mean anything. Cause it's literally just like, Hey, what's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm good. That's cool. Like, okay, bye. You know, there is like, you can have a friendship with an ex and not feel guilty. Let's see. Um, okay. So this one says settling a quickie. Uh, Hey Carly, it was recently listening and you shared some advice that your mom gave you that when she said, don't ever settle because then when you settle, you're stuck. This is something that makes perfect sense to me. My question is, how do you know if you're settling? What's the difference between settling and compromising? Oh, this is a great question. Thank you for the, uh, the advice that you give and the sisterhood you've created. Love you. Kiss right on lips. I'll kiss you right on the lips. Um, this is a really great question. How do you know if you're settling or what's the difference between settling and compromising? I think that you kind of just know in your gut, if you're settling, like if there's so many different, like, okay, how am I going to explain this? Cause this is a really hard thing to explain. It's like, 
compromising to me is like, I love this person. Of course, nobody's perfect. And in every relationship you have to, it's like a, a push and pull constantly, right? Like there's certain things that pop up, you got to compromise. But to me, settling is like, you would want to change more serious things about that person, right? Like maybe you don't, maybe you don't feel like you're attracted to them, or maybe you don't feel like you, um, are on the same level as them. Like they're on the same level as you intellectually or financially or any of the other factors. Like if you feel like it's something that you're going, Oh God, it would, it would be great if this, this, and this were different Then I think you're settling. Um, but compromising, I think is perfectly fair. And I think that's something that you do even when you're in a, you know, great relationship. I think every relationship you got to make compromises sometimes. Um, let's see, but that's a good question. It it's, um, I don't know. I just always feel like, um, with certain things, if you have to think too much, if you want to be with somebody, there's your answer. Like sometimes it's hard to explain why you don't feel something for somebody and you, you feel so bad about it because they could be a great person. They could have all of the things, but it's just like, um, something in your gut. It's something in your gut. And I'm always like, if I'm not a thousand percent sure if I would want to be with this person, like, what am I doing here? You know? All right. This next one says gyno diet Coke and an FMK. Hi girl. You just wanted to write in about the last episode. Yes. It is totally normal to get fully naked at the gyno only if it's a yearly exam. That's when they do the breast exam. But if you're going for something else, like an issue with your cooter, (laughs) I want my gyno to call it my cooter. Um, then the shirt can stay on. Us girlies can't be embarrassed about these things though. Cause we get, to, we go to the damn doctor and take care of ourselves. A man could never honestly true, honestly true. Um, now diet Coke. I just want to put the ladies on in parentheses. No straight men can know this, but at Wawa, they have this Coke machine and it is way fancier than a regular old soda fountain. It's called Coke freestyle sexy. I know, but you can customize your diet Coke. Yes. They have this at the movie theater. It's my favorite machine in the world. And if I ever have a lot of money, I'm getting one. I like to do vanilla diet Coke sometimes, or spice it up and put a splash of cherry in there too. Yeah. That's my move a little splash of cherry and a Diet Coke. Woo! Um, they have some crazy shit though, like ginger lime, but no thanks. I'm sure a lot of people do this. Um, but my friend that lives in NYC was shook when I took her there. And she said, there's, she's a DC girly too. <laughs> I attached a link below so you can find the closest machine. Oh God, do I love you or what? That is so cute. Ooh, I wonder if there's one closer to me. Not me clicking the link right now. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Wow. Yeah. These machines, they were like, kind of, there's just like those huge machines. They're kind of like the size of a refrigerator to me. It's like, does it need to be that big? I'm not sure. Okay. So there's one at Exxon mobile Medici. What's Medici. Oh, there's a McDonald's. Wait a minute. There's a McDonald's that has one of these glorious machines. I'm going. Yeah. And then the AMC movie theater. Wow. A white castle has them shit. That's fancy as what? Wow. There's so many of them near me. (gasps) Wow. I'm so excited about this. And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill, which we will do. Okay. So it's (laughs) 
your boyfriend's dad, your boyfriend's brother, or your boyfriend's best friend. Um, okay. I'm imagining I have a boyfriend that has really hot all three of these things. So I guess I would marry the, ugh, no, I think you have to, ooh. to me, what's worse, the brother or the dad? Like, I think you got to marry the best friend. You got to marry the best friend, right? Cause you don't want to spend the rest of your life with your boyfriend's brother or dad. That's, that's a lot. Hey, I would probably marry the best friend and kill the brother. And then, you know, I get, I, I don't know. I think that would have to be it though. This is a tough one. <laughs> I guess, because then if he gets mad at the dad, the dad can just punish him or something or cut him out the will. It, it really won't be like a long lasting fight. What's he going to do? He'll beat, he'll beat the shit out of his brother if he finds out about it. But the dad will be like, hey, you want to be in the wheel or not? Cause I'll cut you right out of there. You know, I think that's the only right answer, but, um, I love you guys. Love you so much. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week, uh, every week for secret keepers club and Thursdays at eight Eastern five Pacific for confessions with Carly on the Spotify live app. You can join, that's a free app. You can join in, uh, and join the chat and, and call me. And we have just such a hoot, a hoot of a time there, but I love you guys and see you soon. Bye.